1: Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on all podcast platforms. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say Alexa or Hey Google, play the podcast called Corvette Today and you're connected. Also visit the Corvette Today website. It's corvettetodaypodcast.com. And while you're there, make sure you visit the Corvette Today merchandise store. You can also sign up for Corvette Today emails, notifications, and updates at corvettetoday.ck.page. And don't forget, join the Corvette Today Facebook group. We have over 3,000 members, and I'd love to have you as a member as well. I'm also excited to tell you about the new YouTube channel for Corvette Today. Be sure and check it out and see your favorite Corvette Today podcasts now on YouTube. First, I'd like to thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette today, Aerolari Wheels, a true forged wheel with over 20 unique design styles to choose from for your C8 and wide-body versions of the C7, C6, and C5 Corvette. It's an absurd value starting in only 1988 for a set of four fully forged wheels. And use the promo code CT100 for Corvette Today 100 and get $100 off your purchase. Visit aerolari.com. That's A-E-R-O-L-A-R-R-I.com. And use the promo code CT100 for your $100 discount. Also, Corvette Fever Magazine. Corvette Fever has been relaunched with an online and printed version. The online version has incredible interactivity with hidden photos and information, and the printed version is nothing like you've ever seen before, huge and glossy. Get your free online version at CorvetteFeverMag.com. You can also sign up for the printed version there as well. Corvette Fever Magazine, come along for the ride. Also, MidEngineCorvetteForum.com, the forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette. Meet a lot of fellow Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at MidEngineCorvetteForum.com. Also, a shout out to CanadianCorvetteForum.com, welcoming Corvette owners from around the world. It's time to get the latest Corvette news and headlines with Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. As you know, Keith is a regular guest on Corvette today. He's here twice per month, every other week, to keep you up to date on what's going on with America's favorite sports car. Keith, welcome back. We are less than a month away from the reveal of the Z06, and we have tons and tons of information for everybody about the Z06 itself.
2: Yeah, glad to be back, Steve. Last week was definitely Z06 week. We had the picture come out, We've then everybody's been talking and going to town on it. This is the fun time for when the cars get ready to come out. It's so close, we can taste it, but yet a lot of it's still a mystery. It's been fun when we get stuff like this coming out. It
1: has been fun for sure, buddy. Let's start off as we always do with Corvette production numbers for the 2022 Corvettes.
2: It seems like 2022 production just started. It seems like it was just last week. We've had three and a half full weeks of production. This week, we will see the 3,000th 2022 built. They're really cranking them out. I think we're running around 16 weeks of uninterrupted production with the plant. Some of the plants that they closed down a few weeks ago over the chip shortages are just now starting to reopen, but the Corvette plant has been able to maintain and continue production through that whole time, so it's, it's just been amazing that we've been able to do that. We're closing in on 3,000 this week. What's going to be interesting now is with the end of the quarter, we will get the uh, quarterly sales report from General Motors. That should come out on Monday. I'm betting it's going to be somewhere around 9,000 cars were sold over the three months of the second quarter, so it will be very interesting to see. It might be one of the highest numbers we've seen. Like I said, we've been operating at nearly full production for the Corvettes at Bowling Green. I think it's going to be a really good number.
1: That sounds fantastic. That's amazing, too, Keith. We've had 16 weeks of the uninterrupted production and 3,000 cars when we just started, really, what, Wednesday of last week, right?
2: Yeah. We talked about this last time. The IMSA GTLM editions are selling. Right. We're actually seeing them get into the hands of customers now. So that's exciting. We know that nearly half of that 1,000 limited edition production has already been sold. I got people calling me every day, it seems like, saying, do you know a dealer where I can get one of those? So I'm like, you're really almost Almost too late.
1: I
3: bet.
2: I would bet if they continue on with the kind of interest they've had in that special edition, that it'll probably be sold out here by the end of October. Absolutely right.
1: Also, and here's the big news General Motors actually teased on Instagram a picture of the new C8Z06. That started a whole uproar, didn't it?
2: It really did. First of all, we really have to question the reason why they put out a full picture of the car. There was really no reason that we could see. Obviously, we know what the car looks like. We've seen the car running nearly without camo, although just the light camo at the Nürburgring. It didn't have all the exterior trim. And then when they showed the car, the picture they offered up showed us a lot, but yet it wasn't the most flattering photo. It's one of these things where I know they want to put out information. They want to tease us, but this was really a shocker to we saw the whole photo what we did see was the 2023 z06 in what we think is going to be the base form it's got the lower spoiler on the back it does have ground effects with the front splitter and side rocker panels the big surprise obviously was the side intake trim before we had that more of that angular shape on the stingray and now at the top of what we call the boomerang has been extended along the side of the car People have taken to calling it a wishbone or actually a shark's tooth. If you look at it at the side, it almost does look like a shark's tooth as well. We're sticking with Wishbone right now. We think that's a pretty accurate description of it. But yeah, there's a lot of strong feelings out right now about that Wishbone design. It's going to be interesting to see. I think maybe that might be one of the reasons why they showed the photo. They wanted to get the image out there so people can get used to it so that when the reveal does come, everybody's more focused on the performance aspects of the car. But we got a photo of it. We've also seen digital artists go to work on it. They've rendered everything from different colors on the car to changing the Wishbone structure to showing what the z07 package might look like so for us it's been a boom we really enjoy this kind of time prior to the reveal because all these different ideas are out there and not for us nothing's set in stone for the people that think well maybe they're just going to get rid of that wishbone with all the people talking bad about it you can forget about that right now that wishbone's there to stay
1: keith i thought the wishbone looked really good i liked it a lot but the question is what are we looking at exactly have we seen some of this before
2: I think so. There's some different aspects of the car that we really like. It looks like these are brighter wheels are coming back, which will brighten things up on the car. Obviously, there's no chrome wheels, but if we get some really bright wheels, I think that'll go a long way to making some people happy. Right. You know, as we zoomed in on the car, we saw that this base car did have what appeared to be carbon ceramic brakes. Nice. Whether that'll come on the base or that's an option, these are questions that we don't know. The aerodynamic package obviously is a lot less on the base car than what we'll see in the Z07. There might be different aspects of that, different levels. We saw that C7 Z06. There was three different levels of aerodynamics for that car. So will we see two or three different levels as well? You also have some other interesting things happening with the car. we got that rear wing that's going to come on the Z07. Right. It looks very strange. When you look at that car head-on, it looks like the wing goes straight across the back of the car. But if you're looking at the side view, it's almost like a saucer shape. It's very rounded as it follows the rear of the car. So I think that's really going to surprise some people when they see it. And then, of course, you have these dive planes on the front of the car. Those were first put on a Camaro ZL1. We had some spy photos come up late last week as well. And when the car is turned at a little bit of a corner, and you can see those dive planes jutting off the corner of the front fascia, that'll be a first for the Corvette as well to have those kinds of dive planes up front. So, yeah, there's so much we haven't seen yet. I don't want to say that the reveal is going to be boring or anything because we're going to be on pins and needles taking it all in again just really surprising that they did show what they did show on this car with less than a month ago before it's shown publicly for the first time
1: All I can say is, buddy, I can't wait for October 26th. This is going to be good.
2: Yeah. Let me throw this in. So we're less than a month out. As far as we know, no invites have been placed. We've talked to a few people. No location has been leaked yet. And there's actually been some talk. I know Harlan kind of mentioned this at the NCM anniversary event. There's still a chance that this thing might be virtual. We're just waiting to see how it goes there. Maybe it might be one of these things where they just kind of say, okay, our reveal is going to happen. Maybe it's going to happen in Detroit where they can... And lean on the press there to be there locally which will be interesting again there's just so much we don't know about the reveal so we're just still waiting to see and hopefully we will get the call and saying keith you're coming and bring your cameras because we got some good stuff to show
1: keith and steve are coming that would be the nice part
2: <laughs> that would be cool
1: <laughs> and finally keith the national corvette museum is going to demolish the country hearth Inn hotel that's right there by the grounds they're using it for firefighting training right now but it'll be demolished after that right Exactly. So
2: we haven't really talked about this too much. We found out maybe a couple weeks before the NCM anniversary show that the museum bought that property. It's located on Corvette Drive just before the entrance to the museum. Our understanding is that the quality of the stay there had dropped off significantly and that because it was so close to the museum, museum RHC customers were going there, staying the night for their deliveries. They were really having some bad experiences. So the museum took it over. There were some Talk about they might renovate it turn it over and let a third party handle it but now they've decided that they're going to raise the property which i think is probably a good thing in the long run i don't think the corvette museum needs to be running their own hotel but what they've done is they went through they pulled out all the furniture and everything they donated all that furniture to people that might be needy for it And then they're going to let the Bowling Green Fire Department do some training within the building, and then they'll eventually tear it down. So maybe by the bash next year, it'll be gone. We'll be interested to see. And, of course, they've got a really large parking lot. I was joking with friends. Every time I go there, I end up having to fly. A lot of times I don't get a park in the parking lot because it's reserved for Corvettes only. They put you over in the ditch. Maybe they'll retain some of that parking lot for the metal car parking, as we like to call it. It looks like that eyesore is going to be gone. Pretty soon, it'll just be a field there.
1: That sounds good. All right, buddy, let's take our first break. When we come back, segment number two is Corvette Racing and Corvette Rumors on Corvette Today. Stretch the life of your Corvette's paint with Nova Stretch Performance
0: Protective Covers. Nova Stretch Covers provide superior protection for your C5 through C8 Corvette, utilizing stretch fabric technology and an innovative fastening system for quick installation and easy removal and storage. Made in the USA for a tailored fit, the patented design and breathable mesh protects your Corvette without rubbing or chafing the paint like traditional bras. And unlike clear film solutions, Nova Stretch provides full front-end coverage including the grill, keeping radiators and heat exchangers clean without creating airflow issues. Visit novastretch.com and use the code CorvetteToday15 to get 15% off your order.
1: Protect your Corvette with Nova Stretch.
0: state of kansas you're listening to the corvette today podcast with steve garrett
1: i appreciate you listening to corvette today the podcast that talks about everything corvette I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me this week and every other week is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. Just a quick reminder, all these stories that we talk about on our News and Headlines podcast, you can find those stories at CorvetteBlogger.com.
2: First, Keith, let's start with Corvette Racing and review Corvette Racing at Long Beach. Again, more good news for the number four car. Tommy Milner and Nick Tandy, they won their second straight race in that street fight at Long Beach. Again, the number four car seems to be coming on just a little bit here. And again, that's good news. We want both teams to share the victories whenever possible. The number three car still has quite a bit of lead. There's 160 points separating the teams and the drivers there. There's only two races left. So we've got this week, Saturday, we have VIR, Virginia International Raceway. And that's going to be GT cars only at VIR. And then the final race of the season's coming up, Petit Le Mans. Is there enough time for the number four car to be able to grab that lead? I don't think so. I think the number three has got a comfortable lead enough, and with only three cars in the GTLM class, where everybody's guaranteed a podium, everybody's going to get those podium points. I do like to see the number four car getting some victories in, and they definitely deserve it.
1: Absolutely right. It's good to see the number four car coming back strongly, that's for sure. And you did say we're going to VIR, Virginia International Raceway, and that's coming up, right?
2: Yeah, that'll be on Saturday, October 9th. And I believe the race is 12 noon Eastern time.
1: Sounds good. In the rumors category, we had more Z06 pictures of the C8 on the Nürburgring and on the streets around the Nürburgring
2: as well, didn't we? It's been a month since they've been there, but these photographers and other people, just some random people, are continuing to upload videos of the car. Are we learning anything new from these videos? No, but again, it just is another opportunity to see it and hear it, really take it in before the reveal on October 26th. You go to YouTube, you type in C8 Z06 or you type in Z06 Nürburgring, and you could be entertained for hours there. So if you're looking for something to do ahead of the reveal and you want to hear some of that flat plane crank goodness, that's definitely a destination for you. Absolutely right.
1: Also, GM has a new Ultium 62 kilowatt EV motor. Is that going to be in the Corvette E-Ray?
2: Well, we're pretty excited about the E-Ray. It's just such a departure from what we've known previously. And that's been the story with the C8. Everything's been a departure for what we know. So a couple weeks back, Mark Royce, General Motors president was giving a presentation and he shared the three Ultium motors that they're gonna be releasing. Two of the motors, one is like a front engine motor, one's like a rear engine motor or a truck motor. And then one of them is called a front assist motor and it's 62 kilowatts. And it's called an all wheel drive assist motor. So the question is on the E-Ray, will we see one of these motors, two of these motors? And I think now that we've seen the design I almost want to say that it's going to take two motors, almost butted up back to back. That'll provide the drive for the front wheels. Take two of those motors together. I know the horsepower doesn't add up, but we are seeing that these 62 kilowatt motors might be worth about 84 horsepower each. Wow. If you put two of those in the car, that adds 168 horsepower, or that would make the E-Ray somewhere around 663 horsepower. I don't know if they do both motors, if we get that full benefit of that horsepower. If it's less than that, you know, it could be down 625 or so as well. Right. Don Sherman talked about this early this year, and he predicted two motors in the car, but his motors were a little bit smaller, and so his estimates were just over 600 horsepower. We talk about the hierarchy of the Corvette models. The E-Ray is supposedly that Grand Sport version that's going to slot between the Stingray and the Z06. It's hard to see how they'll slot between those if it has a higher horsepower and ends up being quicker on the line and some other the performance characteristics that are inherent in the E all-wheel drive version of the C8 Corvette. So it's pretty heady stuff. We don't know where we are in terms of a release for this car. Probably 2024. But we did see a few weeks back they were doubt testing it with an Acura NSX which is also a performance hybrid. The good news is they're working on it. We know they're working on it. We just have to continue to see what comes out from it.
1: Well, it's pretty exciting stuff. I can't wait for it to come out. That's for sure. Also, we saw GM shooting a commercial in Pittsburgh last week. It was a Z06 commercial and it was a hardtop convertible as well.
2: Yes, we found out about this on Corvette Forum. A guy posted there, everybody buddy in Pennsylvania had sent him three pictures of the car. It looks like a Red Mist hardtop convertible was rolled off of a trailer. We wonder if the reason why they released that photo was because the next day they would have the car actually out in public. Sure enough, somebody did capture the car in public. We do see the wishbone on it. The thing is, is it might be a little early for a com- commercial for this car but what we're thinking is it might be video that's going to be used in the reveal of the car itself you know how sometimes they have that pre-recorded videos in the reveals we're thinking yeah. that this might be it it's also the fact that it's red mist it kind of fits that teaser that gm put out a few weeks ago we predicted that it looks like they're going to use a red mist car and the amplify orange car as the reveal colors and sure enough here's a red mist hardtop convertible and the other thing we want to comment on too is that because we have the hardtop hard We were unsure whether we were just going to see the coupe version at the reveal or if we're going to see both coupe and convertible. And now that the convertible that we've seen it, at least shooting this commercial, it's likely that we'll see both versions of the Z06 at the reveal on October 26th.
1: Very true. And we saw at the Milford Proving Grounds, they were
2: testing that Z06 hardtop convertible as well. Yeah, this one was captured outside the gates, but what we found on this car was very interesting. First of all, the mirrors were uncovered. It was Amplify Orange. They've only been making 2022s for a couple weeks now, three and a half weeks, as we talked about earlier. When you look at the rear of this car, especially around the exhaust area, it's very finished and very refined. So we're thinking that this is a production-ready version of the car that they are testing. It was missing a rear wing, but we could see where the rear wing might bolt into some supports there on the back deck. But it's a very interesting car. Again, it looked like it was production ready on the rear. So uh, that should be pretty exciting.
1: Very true. Well, buddy, let's take our final break. When we come back, we'll talk about the lighter side of Corvette on Corvette Today.
3: VetFinders.com is the internet's original Corvette classified ads website with classified ads starting at just $25. And every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. Sold. if you're in the market for a corvette vetfinders.com has over 500 corvettes for sale from all around the usa and canada and covering all eight generations visit vetfinders.com the internet's destination for buying and selling corvettes that's v-e-t-t-e finders.com <laughs> American Hydrocarbon, your one-stop shop for custom interior, exterior, and engine bay items for your C4 through C8 Corvette. We can help you create a custom look for your Corvette with carbon fiber or 10 different color patterns and styles. We've served customers in over 28 countries all around the world. Whether it's a custom-made engine cover for your new C8 mid-engine Corvette or custom-made C4 interior upgrades, American Hydrocarbon can help you transform your Corvette into a best-in-class show car. Our products have been featured in VET and Corvette magazines, so give us a call, 813-476-5638. That's 813-476-5638. And now we're proud to announce that we can produce and distribute officially licensed GM products with a C8 Corvette. That includes the front splitter, the side skirts, engine appearance panels, and engine fluid caps. See everything on our new updated website, AmericanHydrocarbon.com.
2: And now, back to
1: Corvette Today with your host
0: and my husband,
1: Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me every other week is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. We keep you up to date on what's going on with America's favorite sports car. In this third and final segment, we'll talk about the lighter side of Corvette. Keith, we had a fan that made a Corvette commercial called Driving the Human Legacy. That was a really cool spot.
2: You know, it really was. And a lot of times these kinds of things, these kinds of videos put out by fans or enthusiasts can even be better than what we see out of the creative heads out of Chevrolet and General Motors. We found this video. This is funny. We found this video, and I think it had less than 10 views on it. The company that uploaded it was actually a company. They called it a spec film, meaning when you don't have any clients, you go develop some spec films, and then you use that to sell yourself. They put together a nice video called Driving a Human Legacy. It has a female voiceover just talking about the moments of design and inspiration and that visceral feeling you get behind the wheel. Two cars were featured in that, a Rapid Blue C8 Corvette, and then a Nassau Blue 1965 Roadster. At the end, they come together as one. It's a good video. It, it gave me goosebumps the first time I watched it. And I thought, okay, if it gives me goosebumps, I know other people will watch it too. And I think now they've had over 5,000 views on it since we posted it. I've seen it posted elsewhere Chevrolet hardly ever puts out TV commercials anyways. The fact that if we can get something fun like this, you know, it's definitely worth sharing.
1: And go to CorvetteBlogger.com if you want to see that video called Driving the Human Legacy. It was really cool. Also, Keith, we had a 57 Corvette, and we never really get to 57s here on Corvette today, but this is a $1 million car for sale, and it was Zora's Fuley Test Fleet car. That was cool.
2: Yeah, the story of this car is that it was one of five cars that were specially built with fuel injection, the heavy-duty brakes, four-speed manual transmission. I believe there's a suspension that was put on the car. And these weren't available yet to the public, but he was testing them. And we know that 57 was a pivotal year for Corvette performance. Obviously, that's when the horsepower equaled cubic inches, the 283, 283 V8 engine, the four-speed manual transmission, obviously fuel injection. So 57 was a pivotal year. and this car has been verified by a couple different people as having been one of those cars. There's not so much on our site, but if you follow the links to the seller, they've got this huge breakout of some of the history behind it. For these people that really want to preserve Corvette history and especially some of the behind-the-scenes things that happen there, it's a pretty cool car, but yet it does come with a significant price tag.
1: $1 million is a lot for a 57, but it was part of Zora's fleet, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. Also from YouTube, Speed Phenom kind of reacted and broke down the pictures of the Z06. What did he think of everything?
2: You know, I just really like this kid. I call him a kid because I can. <laughs> he's 20, 21. We know that he's going to get the car. He's the guy that was tracking the C8 Stingray probably more than anybody else that we saw on YouTube. He's a really good driver. So his input matters to those people that want to know more about tracking Corvettes and how does it do up against some of the competition that he came across. He's tracking his C8 against everything from the Mustang GT350s to McLarens to Porsche GT3s, we saw quite a few different cars that he was up against. And the C8 Stingray did very well. So the Z06 should do even better since it is the track-focused version of the car. The other thing with Speed Phenom 2 is that he just sold his C8. We talked about that a couple weeks back, his 2020, but he already has his 2022 Emsa GTLM edition. So he's already got a few videos talking about that. Here's somebody that's very excited about the future of Corvette. He's already on his second C8. His third C8 will probably be the Z06.
1: There you go. Also, we had some Z06 renderings, and these were an EFY body color exterior trim and carbon flash. So that was pretty cool looking as well.
2: Well, as we talked about in segment one with some of the people that happy with the wishbone, one way to get rid of the wishbone when you outfit your car, you select the EFY RPO, which essentially means that all that black exterior trim that we usually see, that carbon flash trim is done in body color. So if you go with a torch red, instead of having that wishbone in carbon flash, it's going to be torch red. Of course, you could always go with a black car and it'll have the black trim and it kind of hides it as well. I know some people are concerned about that. I think this will be one of these things that will kind of be in the periphery of some people, but... I think most people are probably already beginning to move on off of it. We joked about this earlier is for the C6 Corvette people were very upset that it didn't have pop-up headlights. If you remember that, right. They didn't like the fixed headlights. And then the C7, they didn't like the rear taillights. And of course there was a group there that thought that all taillights should be round on the C7s. Right. So now the C8, is it the wishbone on the Z06? Who knows? Sometimes Corvette people have trouble letting go of the past and embracing the future. The Z06 certainly is part of the future, so hopefully this won't be a hang-up for many people. There are people out there that are rendering these cars in different versions and different looks. We know that the aftermarket is also going to be very active in this process as well, and we'll probably see some really cool things that people are doing with that wishbone via the aftermarket.
1: And remember, they also didn't like the rear end of the C8 Corvette as well. But once it came out, all that went away. So I'm sure that this wishbone thing will also be a thing of the past. You know, there's some people that'll like it. Some people don't. I thought it looked fine. I thought it looked great. So I'm looking forward to seeing it in a carbon flash or carbon fiber finish on it. And I
2: think it'll look good in any color. I do agree. And I think in carbon fiber especially, because it's so big, that would really draw your eyes to it for sure.
1: Well, Keith, thanks for again for being on Corvette today. And remember, you can see all the items that we talked about on today's podcast at CorvetteBlogger.com. Buddy, we'll see you in two weeks. We'll be even closer to that Z06 reveal.
2: Yes, Steve. I uh, appreciate you having me on, as always. This has been fun. If you uh, see you on the road, throw up that wave, wave at Corvette, say hi to people, and we'll see you out there.
1: Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, and please be sure to tell your family, friends, and other Corvette enthusiasts about the Corvette Today podcast. And also, thanks to our flagship sponsors, American Hydrocarbon at AmericanHydrocarbon.com, True Wealth & Company at RetireWithTrue.com. Also, Aralari Wheels. Get $100 off your purchase with the promo code CT100 at aerolari.com also Nova Stretch Bras use the code CorvetteToday15 and get 15% off your total purchase at Novastretch.com
0: you've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett if you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today you can email him at SteveGarrettDJ at gmail.com that's SteveGarrettDJ at gmail.com Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or, connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at SteveGarrettDJ. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.